This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In 1919, cartoonist E.C. Seeger debuted his strip Thimble Theater in the New York Journal. Though successful, it would run for a decade before introducing what would become not just its iconic character, but one of the most iconic characters in the history of American comics and animation. A strong-jawed, pipe-chewing sailor man with anchor-sized and tattooed forearms. The nautical hero whose canned spinach consumption confers superhuman abilities would have a legacy long beyond Seeger's lifespan, tragically shortened by leukemia at 43. As with the supporting cast, stick-thin love interest Olive Oil, hulking, bearded antagonist Brutus, a.k.a. Bluto, and perpetually indebted hamburger dipshit J. Wellington Wimpy. And the sailor man's name would have such cachet that, in 1972, eccentric restaurateur Al Copeland would choose it to rename his Louisiana Fried Chicken Restaurant, formerly known as Chicken on the Run. Copeland hoped, successfully, to use an applied affiliation for marketing with both the cartoon sailor man and the main character of the then-hit film The French Connection. And a few years later, the partnership became official, as the chain and the cartoon character entered a contractual arrangement that would last for over three decades. But its pilfered brand name and informal and formal endorsements alone can't account for all of its success. With its aggressively seasoned chicken and seafood, and a range of New Orleans-inspired sides, it expanded nationwide, later affixing Louisiana Kitchen to its name to emphasize its bayou roots. And in one of the biggest fast food stories of this past decade, in 2019, it debuted its chicken sandwich, dethroning Chick-fil-A in the collective consciousness as the breaded bird sando to beat. Today, with over 3,000 locations, this Louisiana kitchen has become as ubiquitous and as much a part of American culture as a swollen four-armed sailor man with whom it consciously shares a name. This week on Doughboys, we return, once again, to Popeyes. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Patriots white-ass receiver Julian Bredelman, mm. the Spoon Man Mike Mitchell. It's it, uh, Nick, you're the guy who says Unga Pachka all the time. That's right. And you don't you didn't think for a second that maybe this was Unga Pachka? It might have been a hat on a hat. It might have had too much going on there. Gilding the lily, if you were, uh, oh. if you will. But that one, Mitch was from a self-identified marinara-stained dipshit named Anthony, roastspoonman oh, at gmail.com. No, I'm getting all the Italians upset. Uh, a lot of open wounds still in the Italian-American community from your pot shots taken at them. That's why he's covered in marinara. Marinara's running through his veins. <laughs> the sauce, the sauce. You f- Italians, you fools. <laughs> 
for our guests, just so you know, I I, I have a I'm 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 going I'm ra- I'm railing against Italians lately, right? But then I kind of I switched over to Australians. Yeah, I think just kind of pick a focus. Yeah, you know? all right, it's it's Italians. It's back to Italians. Okay, great, great. We love the Pope. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Aren't you Catholic? Yeah, you know I like the Pope. All right. <laughs> the cool Pope is a pretty good guy. Pope Francis. Pope Francis, the cool Pope. The guy out popes everybody. He's so good at poping. Yeah. He's like, no sex before marriage, but I never said anything about eating ass. And then he winks. <laughs> Millennials like, yeah, that's our Pope. That's who we love the Pope. Pope getting per- Pope mer- merchandise. I got something. Uh, I got something when I went to Italy. When I was a, a young boy, I got I got a uh, I got I got a rosary for my uh, wow for my uh, mom and dad, blessed by the Pope. Wow, how about that, Mitch? I think you're gonna get uh, something else the next time you visit Italy. Uh, the shit beaten out of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I deserve it. And you know. Watch the Sopranos lately, Wags. I'm I'm afraid they 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 give a they give quite the beatdown. I would not use the Sopranos as a way to characterize <laughs> Italian Americans in general. That's the best of them. <laughs> oh no, that should be that should be that sh- that should be the. <laughs> it should be the Sopranos colon. That's the best of them. Oh boy. All right, we've we've railed on Italians long enough. Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. <laughs> Nick and I have both. <laughs> don't don't drag me into this. I hate I hate doing that howdy ho in front of a uh, certain guests, and our our guest today is in, includes that list. Nick, I uh, a look of ma- bafflement on his face. We'll, 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 we can explain it, but also yeah, maybe a new greeting for the uh, for the new year. What do you think of that? Oh, I love it. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. Okay, here here's 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 a little drop, and here it comes right now. You say scone, and I say scone. You say syrup, and I say syrup. Scone, scone, syrup, syrup. Let's call the whole thing the podcast about chain restaurants. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. I liked, I liked that one too. That was good. Let's call the whole thing off. Hey, hey, Spoon Man. I'm at Corey C. C O R E Y C. On the dose cord. Oh, the, oh, it's Corey on the dose cord. All right. Hi, Corey. Here's a, here's a drop inspired by the Pete's Coffee episode. It's nice and short. Enjoy. Thanks, Corey. That was great. Uh, hey, speaking of the dose cord, our Discord server available Platinum Plate Club members at patreon.com slash doughboys. The uh, stinky in the dose cord, mm-hmm. who is something of a linguist, yeah. Uh, shared a map with me that notes that my pronunciation of scone is mm. in fact valid in Scotland. In fact, most of Scotland, if you look at it, Scotland and Northern Ireland, Ireland, uh, which is also part of the UK, uh, maybe not for long, is, uh, is, 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 is scone is the proper Nick, pronunciation there. No yeah. spoilers. <laughs> I, we don't know what 2021 is going to bring. I don't want any spoilers for 2021. Okay. We'll try to, we'll try to keep those to a minimum. Okay. Uh, but hey, here's something I can't spoil. Our guest is going to come on the show right now. 
Wow. The creator of Everybody Loves Raymond and the star of Somebody Feed Phil, which is now streaming on Netflix. We're thrilled to have him, Phil Rosenthal. Hi, Phil. Whoa, what a nice uh, introduction. You started today by saying one yes. of my favorite words, ungapach. Now, I say uh, oh, ungapach. Yes. You don't... Uh, I, you say ungapachka? Is ungapachka the correct pronunciation or is ungapach the correct this is a first off. I am a Gentile, so uh, this is uh, this is perhaps appropriation on my part. But yes. my, our good friend, all right, now we're getting friend, somewhere. Who told you about this word? <laughs> <laughs> good friend of the show, past guest Emmy Blotnick, uh, introduced me to Ungapachka, and that's how she says it with a "ka" at the end. But I'm not sure what yeah. the proper pronunciation is. But we know what it means, right? What does it mean? We do know what it means. It, it's like one thing too many. It's a, it's a little uh, too d- many things. Exactly. Too yeah. many things. There's food that can be like that, obviously. There's there's decoration that can be like that. There's too much stuff on it. We all know we go to the restaurant and there's too many things on the plate that's too ungapach, we say. Wow. Phil, this is why it's such Nick. a useful word. This is why I, I end up using I it all the great. time. It's great. Yes. By the way, Nick, Phil, Phil just schooled you. You're using this word, you're tossing it around. <laughs> no, I Emmy, it was uh, Blotnick. Uh, uh, Ms. Blodnick, with the name Blotnick. You might trust the way she says Ungapach. <laughs> Ungapachke. She sounds like she comes from the land of Ungapachke, Ms. Blodnik. So maybe you go with her instead of me. Um, Phil, uh, uh, thank you for making time for us. I, I, I want to I start love you here. Guys. Oh, God bless you. Thank you for saying that. I want to start here. I, I know you're from, uh, you're from New York. How could you tell? <laughs> do you have any food like uh, and and outside of the city yes i was born in new york i was born in queens and mm-hmm. then uh the bronx for a few years and then uh rockland county which is just a suburb uh north of uh the city about a half hour and then hofstra university on long island wow. and then manhattan for 10 years and then here i am in la Wow. So you so you've been everywhere. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this about uh, like uh, about New York. Obviously, a uh, uh, you know a great food city. Um, do you have any favorites that make you think of the Big Apple or New York State in general? Oh yeah. Well, New York. Uh, it, I, I would say it was mecca, right? It was. It, it still is. It's the best city right. in the world. But now I'm going to be honest with you. Food wise, L.A. wins right now. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. because of the diversity. We have the right. biggest populations of people outside their native homelands than anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. So we have the, you know, I happen to live right next to Koreatown, biggest collection of Korean people outside of Korea in the world. Right. Yep. Uh, biggest Mexican population, biggest Chinese population. You go to Monterey Park and you go to the different neighborhoods in Monterey Park, you're visiting all the provinces of China. Mm-hmm. Really, it's right. incredible. So yep. that. You know, when you have so much, you're going to hit a great meal. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, Your sure. odds of hitting it are very, very good. So the food scene is is amazing. It used to be uh, New York food, everything, all the trends started there came here. Mm-hmm. Now it's the exact opposite. Wow. And now, yeah. Phil, is is there anything as far as I, – I, I agree with you. I think that L.A. food is great. Nick, and you know I think this. There's But there's things yeah. on the East Coast that I miss. Of course. Is there anything from from the New York area that you miss? Is it like what, yeah. what's what's your I number think one LA, thing? L A has wonderful pizza now, but it mm-hmm. didn't used to be that way. When I yeah. first got here thirty sure. years ago, it was it was crap. Mm-hmm. A lot of the food wasn't good. 
uh, and all they had was uh, fast food. And even that wasn't as good as New York, right? <laughs> uh, so in New York, I miss the that very specific New York pizza. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Right? I get that. Yeah. So, And I'm a pizza freak. I love pizza. My favorite food. My favorite food. I mean, if I wow. if you if I had to desert island it, it might be pizza and French fries and hot dogs and fried chicken. I'm I'm perfect for your show because I love <laughs> I, I do I do not when left on my own, I actually prefer not fancy. I right. prefer somebody asked me what would your last meal be? And I thought it would be all these things, the childhood favorites. You know, I think yeah. you you're just two overgrown kids who love the food of your childhood. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, we. It's yeah, what gives us nothing gives us comfort like that stuff. We're childlike in in many ways, sadly. But as we get older, <laughs> we want to find the best versions of that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what? If I was stuck on a desert island, I yeah. would choose to live off the island. I'd bring nothing with mm. me. Oh, so you'd make the computer out of the coconut, like the Gilligan's <laughs> Island. You would have to just what's there. What's that show? Alone? Alone, yeah. it's called, right? Hmm. I don't know Alone. I know Naked and Afraid. Naked What's Alone and Afraid? All about? That's how I yeah. go through life. But, <laughs> but Alone is a thing where you're left alone and you got to make your way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I, wow. I, I, was, I was joking because I would be dead probably within, probably within hours. Me too. No, I would need supplies. Lots of supplies. And a, yeah. and a, and a Hilton Hotel, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a, a well. Speaking of hotels, because you are a man who you know you, you travel a lot uh, with your show, and um, and uh, let's say you stay in a hotel. Uh, what's your food routine? Are you eating like? Are, are you someone who like uh, eats at the restaurant, in the hotel lobby? Are you a room service guy? Do you go to nearby eateries? I am very much not a room service guy for two reasons. First of Me all, neither. why would I eat in a hotel if I'm in a new place? I want to see what the place has, right? I'm right. Like all mm-hmm. about exploring, going out, finding the stuff. Second, the hotel food is they're jacking up the prices because you're in the hotel. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, the Rosenthal family crest is a picture of the mini bar with a line through it. Wow. <laughs> we do. I don't know. It goes back generations. You do not touch the mini bar. Yep. Why yep. would you pay $30 for a soda? Yeah, it does, oh, it's like a, it's it doesn't a, make sense to me. Yes. I would never do it. It would have to be such a desperate situation for me to use the mini bar. It's just on principle. I've on like a, on a, on a night where I've <clears throat> maybe had too many uh, or day where I've had too many drinks the, the night before. Yeah, that's maybe the only time that I've like maybe taken like a Gatorade or something from the sure. from the. I understand from, emergencies. I, I understand. You I, just I'm with want you though. Some nuts. Right. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's not. It's not worth the the mini bar specifically. It's not worth. And I lived. I wise. You know this. I was. I was living in the uh, hotel for three That's months right. last year. And the and and there was and there was a the mini bar food was always there. They actually took it out. I told them to take it out because I couldn't be trusted. Do you but, do you miss that at all? Do you miss the hotel life at all? Or are you just like thank God that's that stretch of my life is over? Who me? Yeah. Uh, I don't Why know. Why are you living in a hotel? I was I was filming a movie, which hopefully will oh. come out this year. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, called Tomorrow War, so I'm excited about it. But uh um, Wow. But uh yeah, it was it, I don't know, Nick. I mean, it's nice to have your bed constantly made, which I guess I could just right. do yes. on my own. I like hotel life. <laughs> I do. Hotel Mommy life is bad. Mommy takes care of you. Mommy That's takes care of you. Yeah. That's it. That's what we like. 
Thank, thank you, Mommy Hilton. It's actually one of my favorite things. I don't talk about it really on the show, but it's one of my favorite things about making the show is trying all the hotels. It's so much fun. Yeah, that's wow. cool. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you have uh, like, okay, so because I'm uh, I went Wait, all but, in on Mary on you go on, Mitch. Uh, well, I was going to say, I just remembered I was flashing back to like when we did stuff in New York and uh, Nick, you were you would constantly eat salads at the uh, at the ho- in the hotel lobby. If you remember this, I'm correctly. a hotel lobby salad guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's a go to meal for me. Just a boring ass chicken Caesar salad. I do love hotel breakfast. Oh, that yeah, me too. I love to yes. see that. that. I'll go down. I don't want the room service. I want to go down. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see what the restaurant puts out at breakfast, right? Because that's kind of a hallmark of a hotel. Like you know, I was in Thailand and they had the most incredible fruits of Thailand laid out there. And I would get the same thing every morning, just this giant plate of fruits I never had before and, and drinking uh, the coconut water out of the fresh cut coconut. Wow. It was wow. so good. Damn. Yeah. That's rad. Uh, do you have a? Do you prefer like the the continental breakfast? Do you like that breakfast buffet? Do you like to sit down and order something off a menu? Depends. I go and I look. If the buffet mm. is amazing, I gotta do it. It, it. Sometimes the buffet is way too much. I just want my eggs. That's all I want. I just want my eggs, mm. my little hash browns, toast. Good coffee. Good. I don't need the whole buffet. And by the way, if I have a lot of eating to do that day, right? Mm. Right. I don't want to waste it on on that. That but if sense. they're doing stuff that is extraordinary, and a lot of these hotels do, yeah. By the way, you ever been to Israel? No, no. not me. I've I've so never Nick, crossed an ocean. Nick's, yeah, Nick's never crossed an ocean before. I hope Nick. to die with that without ever leaving North America. Is that really true? That's how much yeah. of a patriot he is, Phil. <laughs> Nick, have you seen my show, Nick, at all? Yeah, of course. It doesn't make you want to travel even a little bit. I get uh, I like have I, you know, I failed I, you, Nick. No, have not I at all. I failed in my mission. <laughs> I like all I, am I want intrigued. is to get you to travel. That's, <laughs> that's your reason. That's your motivation behind the show. Yes, you are um, who the show's for. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I I I get the I, vicariously. I like I like seeing that. I like seeing you know uh, uh, you know you or 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 Bourdain or Anthony, uh, uh, you know Andrew Zimmer. Like you, you know, there's there's a there's a lot of people who travel internationally. And and Padma Lakshmi has a show now where she's she's going to a lot of places though she's mostly staying in the U.S. I like to see people travel and try different cuisines. Like I'm like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks interesting. But I don't need to do that. Oh God! What the hell? I like to travel. Phil. I mean, I, I do it, but I'm not no, like Phil, I don't have an eagerness for it. You're right. What the hell is is right? That's how old are you, Nick? <laughs> Forty. Nick, life's going by. Nick, you're oh. gonna be. Can it's I ask you something? By. This is a real question. Yes. If somebody today gave you a house, mm-hmm. like here's a house, free house for you. Okay. It's yours. Would you stay in one room of the house? My first concern would be the tax implications. <laughs> So I'd have to figure that out. Uh, but once that was settled, dear God, I don't know. I, I think I'd use most of that. It depends on the depends on the square footage. It depends on the layout. I can use most of the house. Do you see my metaphor here? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't get it. <laughs> Nick. Yes. It, it's going to be my life's work now to get you to step out of your comfort zone a tiny bit. Wow. Nick. You're going to eat something other than fast food. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna try something new. You can travel in your own town. Now I know the show's that all fast true. food, but do you do you enjoy other cuisines? Do you try other things? I love everything. I'm a I'm a I, I accept all comers when it comes to food. 
Okay, I'm into so anything. in that respect, you have an open mind, right? Yes, for sure. I always say, if you can open a mouth, you can open a mind, right? You can try True. the food. You're already experiencing another culture. So don't mm. you, aren't you a little interested in seeing another place for real? Seeing what that feels like? To be honest, <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel that strongly. I like, I don't care that much. Um, but I see that I do get the appeal. Intellectually, I get why people are into that. Has mm. there ever been a place where you said, yes. oh, that of all the places, maybe that's where I would go. If I was going to go one place, I would go there. Mm. What is that place? For and you? Nick, you can't say yeah. hell. <laughs> well, we know he's going there. <laughs> we'll be seeing that. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. No, I mean, I don't have a great answer there. There's not a there's not a place like I pine to travel to. There's not a place mm. where I'm like, oh, I think that'd be cool to see, you know, Machu Picchu or whatever. I'm just like, all right, because how about this something is, easy? How about easy like uh, Hawaii? That's still in the United States. Uh, I I mean, I go. I went there once when I was too young you to did. appreciate it. Yeah, oh. one once when I was a kid. So I guess yeah. if that if that counts as going to the midpoint, going to that hot spot. Yeah. Uh, in the midst of the Pacific Ocean, that's probably as far abroad as I've gone, even though that is still part now, of the U.S. Nick, you've been to Quincy, so that kind of crosses off like a big place that you would travel to on your list, right? That's true. That's true. I've been to Quincy, Massachusetts, <laughs> taking in the sights wow. and sounds. I had a great time in Quincy. You saw where John Adams was born, John Quincy right. Adams, where they lived, mm -hmm. the first Dunkin' Donuts. Um, now, Nick. Yes. We 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 got we got to get you out of we got to get you we we got to we got to do an international tour. I mean, I've talked. Yeah, about where this would you with take you. him? Where would where, you know your friend? Where would you take him? Where where do you think he would like? I I want to take him to a place where he likes to do an impression of it. So I think he would be happy down there. Yeah, down under. Oh, <laughs> we do have a good number of listeners in Australia, and to mm -hmm. them, I, well, I say a, it's a very easy. You know, uh, you can assimilate very easily there. Everybody speaks right. English. With yes. the with the nice accent and and you're gonna recognize it as as uh comfortable for you, I think. Yeah. Right. As far as I can tell too, it the Australia shares a lot of the US's reactionary politics, unfortunately. Uh, uh not great. But um Jesus I would be Christ. but I would be interested in uh, All right, hold <laughs> I would on. be interested because it just seems so I I like the beach. I'm from Long Beach. I like the I like these beachy climbs. I wanna, so I'd I wanna be into that. I wanna get you to London too. You know I wanna get you over to London. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get they, you to London for a while. They speak English there too, Nick. That's true. That would be huge. But what I, I don't went, know. I, what if you went to the place that had yes. the best food you've ever had in your life? That wouldn't be a motivator mm -hmm. for you. He, he'd maybe stay. Yeah, I, I, the, the having great food, I think, is the main thing I, I take away from vacations. Like that's yeah, like, and I, and I imagine that's probably the, yeah, the case with you as well, and that's part of the motivation for, for the show. I plan is, the trip around the food. Mm. And then right, everything 100%. else is what I do between meals, right? Right. <laughs> but and, and it's still important to me. But the food is the real motivator. I'm not going to a place if I hear the food's bad. Yeah. Yes. That's that's um, I'm, my plan is to go. Nick, you know this, and I want to do shows there. But I'm going to go to Japan regardless. I mean, we'll oh, see how the how the COVID most food centric place out. on earth. Yeah, that's wow. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it's a it's amazing. Why why do you why do you characterize it like that? Every other door on the street has something to do with food. It's wow. either a restaurant or takeout or something or, or selling food supplies or something to do with food. They are at their pop culture is food. Like, like, by the way, talk about you could do the whole fast food show there because like at Burger King, for instance, they're doing they're having promotions where they're switching out the sandwiches every month. So like when I was there, 
they had a Batman burger. It was wild. The 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 bun was black. Wow. Like yeah, and it Very was cool. cool. The stuff yeah. was cool. I yeah. think you that's the natural progression for this show is to go to the different places. And yeah. if you want to focus on fast food, that's fine. But off camera, you should be trying the food in Italy. Yeah. That's not fast food. You should have a right. grandma make you some pasta and it will change your life. Do you understand, hmm. Nick? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Nick, I got to say that if we went to Japan, you could probably get a job in that uh, that robot restaurant where the robots serve you. All right. Oh, he would like that. <laughs> Nick, come on. You promised me you're going to take a trip. When I have an open mind. Over. I have an open mind toward, towards traveling places. I just, I'm not, you know, it's not a thing that I'm excited about. I guess part of it is that I am like. Because you haven't done it. Yeah, I haven't done it. Yeah, but I mean, I've traveled throughout the contiguous U.S. quite a yeah. bit, and, and you, you know, like every that? time I, I just kind of get to some place, I'm like, all right, uh, you know, I'll answer for him. No, <laughs> he doesn't like go. He, he he likes staying in his room and his house and his thing. We go on tour, and and you do not like to go on tour. Yeah. But I mean, that's also for work. I guess there's maybe something to all of the you know all of Is the travel part of I've I'm done. There? I mean. Doesn't help. Um, I think a, I think a big part of it is that most of the travel I've done in my life has either been for work, like it's been like yeah. I'm doing it for work purpose. Even the even the most traveling I've probably done, which is via Doughboys, is like for work. The word we're traveling to tour. Oh, yeah. I've been to cities I've never been, but that's like that's it's a job. Funnier and then, guy is like, hey, we're gonna send you to Canada to shoot something like uh, that, so there's no unions up there. Yeah, we're shooting you. A, uh, we're shooting a non-union Gillette ad. Uh, yeah. that's going to air on the internet, and then we'll turn it into a TV ad later, and you get paid one hundred fifty dollars for a week. Um, yeah, no, I, I I've gotten a lot of that. I've I, and and then also as a kid, it was all just like road trips. Like my parents would just any place we could drive to because my dad was super duper cheap, uh, and so we just go to we go to some campground now in like Laughlin, Nevada, and that would be our vacation. Yeah, he has yeah. he has negative associations with his yeah. childhood. Okay. No, this is this is this is this is great because this is the first time I've realized this. Yeah. So so Nick, have, are you married? Yes. Okay. What well, and your wife feels the same way about travel, or she's like, Nick, she, why don't you get me out of here once? She loves to travel. So I and, that is the thing. Like I will like if she wants to go someplace, we'll go there. And she she take is your fantastic wife to about Europe. <laughs> take your wife yeah. to Paris and Venice. <laughs> I'll plan the whole thing. Nick. Phil, you know what? Where's your wife? Is she in the house? Let me talk to her. <laughs> she's, she's not going to want to come on the show. <laughs> it's me. Tell her it's me. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass along your sentiments. I, I'm All sure right. she very much wants to travel places, and, and I'm open Do to that. Do for I'm your not... wife. Come on, Nick. <laughs> Can't Phil, be all I... about you and this guy. Come on. Phil, I think you should plan that trip yeah. for me and Natalie. I think the two of us will do this trip together. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Nick's, Nick's, <laughs> all right, that's fair. Wait a minute. That's right. Yeah, you didn't know this was going to turn on you. So turning into some sort of international cuckold scheme. Yes. <laughs> it's all calm that's down. That's how I do it. <laughs> I get on a podcast. I got I got something to say. I thought of a new yes. word. I, and I, I want to I see what you guys think of this, but I think it's a good new word. Okay. Nick, you, asked what, you asked what Phil's food routine was. And I think as a new word, what about poutine, like poutine? 
Mm, foutine. What's your foutine? What's your foutine? foutine. It ah. might need the D in there. Foutine. Yeah, your foutine. I don't think you can just do foutine. God. Yeah, that's foutine. No good. I think yeah. foutine, foutine is Foutine, I think, good. is a portmanteau. Kind of works. Yeah. Foutine, though, it sounds like poutine. Yeah, but I don't think that alone sells it. No, god damn it. I knew you were going to have some I am with stu- Nick on this. I'm not with Nick on anything else about how he runs his life, but this I'm with him. Nick is always punching up, and you know what, Phil? If you're punching it up, too, it needs a punch-up. It needs to be Foutine. I think Foutine. It's just for clarity's sake. Foutine. Yeah, I think it works. Because Foutine is too much like Futon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then maybe it could be some sort of, uh, I don't know, it could be some sort of lateral thing to a Futon, then, a Foutine. Mm. You realize you've lost all your listeners. <laughs> yeah, everyone's confused. In these couple minutes. <laughs> now, hold on a second. I think there's some sort of way to make Foutine work. Well, we'll get back to it anyways. Okay. Now, Nick. We'll get we went back to, to it. Is going to return to this topic later? What time is it? I have to go. <laughs> he wants to get back to that. We'll get back to it at some point. Oh, my God. Nick, you could go to Super Nintendo Land in Japan, too, by the way, if we went to I, That I'm intrigued by. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to see what Super Nintendo Land is all about. Okay, so well, we got to see Phil. All you got to do is add some sort of childish element. If, there, if you said that, <laughs> if, if, if you said that in like in 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 Italy, there's like a big take your a, wife a minion yeah, take park. Take your wife to yeah, take your wife to Paris, and you and you get to go one day. You get to go to Euro Disney. Okay, there you go, right next door. Can be Nick. talked into that. <laughs> Dear God. You go see Cars Land and fucking Euro Disney. It's not as good. <laughs> I'm just complaining. By the way, the food there is probably excellent. I bet. I bet it to, would be. I'm actually compared in, to here, in, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, they care about the the quality of things. Right. When you travel, you're surprised at the quality of things. Mm-hmm. Where where life is 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 meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be beautiful. It's there's right. time in the day to. For you, mm-hmm. you know, stuff shuts down in Europe for a couple hours in the middle of the day. When I first saw that, I was like, what the hell? I can't buy a shirt. What? What are they crazy? Right. We yeah. used to work, 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 get and make the money. There, they take the time in the day to enjoy the day. This was foreign concept to me. Yep. But there's something great about it, right? Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. We're far too work centric here. Yeah. Um, I, I'm 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 totally on board with that. Let me let me ask you this because uh, theme parks got brought up. Are do you, do you have any theme park eats you like? Or, or first off, are you a theme park guy? And if you do go or you go with your family, what do you like to 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 munch on? I was a theme park guy, Nick, when I was a child. <laughs> mm. Fair, <laughs> right? You know what's better than the Epcot Paris? Paris. <laughs> mm. You know what's better than the fountains outside the Bellagio Hotel in Las Vegas? Bellagio in Italy. <laughs> Phil, there's a Bellagio in Italy? Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> there's nothing better than those fountains outside the Bellagio in, in Vegas. I know. People like it. I like it. I like, you know, Las Vegas is a great food city. I don't gamble, though. That's yeah. how I win. I have a yeah. great meal at an outpost of a wonderful restaurant, right? Talk about buffets. You could do a whole show. You probably oh, have yeah. on the buffets of Vegas. And and uh, see a show. Yep. See Elton John, Jerry Seinfeld. See something great. 
that's why you go to Vegas. But after two days, you got to get out of there. Oh yeah, the key more than forty eight hours. It's it's excessive. Yeah. I I Ooh. stayed in for in Vegas for four days once, and I was just like, this is I can't believe how long this feels. By like day three, I felt like I was dead. It's just it's just way too much. Phil just I gave me do- a, 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 just a, a dream scenario is Jerry Seinfeld with Elton John. Oh, the what a show that would be! A combo with the two of them together would be great. Who opens? They, who closes? You can Maybe actually they do it do together. That. You can yeah. actually. I don't know. I don't know now. But there was the the as uh, as of a couple of years ago, you could see Jerry at Caesars, and the next night would be Elton John at Caesars. Wow, that, that yeah. rules! Yeah, what a double bill. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, because I'm I know there are a lot of licensed slot machines in Vegas, and I know you don't gamble, but do you know is there an Everybody Loves Raymond slot machine? You know, they asked me about that, and I actually said I don't think so. I don't want. That. Oh wow. I don't want to be associated with because I've seen things. I've seen like uh, grandmas in wheelchairs smoking with their credit card literally in the machine and they're playing off their credit card. I don't want any part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a because it is amazing the the number of licensed slot machines that are there. Yes. And they'll just be like an Ellen machine, and it's yes. just like Ellen. They've like filmed new footage yes. with Ellen for this mm-hmm. machine. Right. I'm just like I can't believe yeah. how much money is behind this. And Nick, There's I just a wanna, lot of money. I just want to yeah. quickly say to any uh you know of those the, the manufacturers of these Vegas slot machines, the dopeys aren't going to do it. Okay, so don't come calling. We're not uh, <laughs> a dope dope slot slot your vultures. It pays off in donuts. <laughs> if you hit Ungapachka three times, you get yes. It. <laughs> well, we should get uh get to this week's chain Popeyes, mm-hmm. which has no apostrophe. Popeyes founded in New Orleans in 1972 by Al Copeland, a dynamic, interesting figure. There are over 3,000 Popeyes locations worldwide. Previously reviewed with Leslie Arfin and Andrew T and a uh, member of the Platinum Plate Club and runner-up in our Tournament of Champions chicken fight to Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Uh, you mentioned you were listing your favorite foods earlier, Phil, and fried chicken yeah. was among them, pl- foods yes. that you would crave. What are your fried chicken preferences? And also, you know, as someone who's had a lot of fried chicken, because I feel like every culture has their take on fried chicken, yeah. you would know better than I, do you have any memorable fried chicken from your travels? Uh, New Orleans, uh, uh, I went to uh, several places, uh, and I found the fried chicken there to be amazing. Mm. Uh, wow. So my favorite fried chicken in New Orleans is is actually at uh, Dookie Chase's. Dookie mm. Chase's, and okay. And Leah Chase was, was running that. She passed away a couple of years ago. But that, her fried chicken and gumbo that she has uh, for lunch uh, there, and that's a that's kind of a buffet situation when you go there. Uh, I thought it was the best fried chicken I ever had. And, and what wow. I like is I don't like when it's so batter heavy that it's thick right. and kind of greasy, almost like uh, fish and chips batter, that kind of batter, that kind of lacquery mm-hmm. batter. But because mm-hmm. it's too greasy for me and not enough flavor, it's like a hard shell that has nothing. It's not integrated into the mm-hmm. chicken. I like when the batter is almost part of the chicken, like the skin has erupted in crispiness. That's what I like. Yes. Yep. And and when it's seasoned, 
Now, I had something, if you watch our Mississippi Delta episode, I had something that I'd never had before. I thought it was insane when I heard about it, and it came to the table, and man, you see it in the show. This was a chicken fried lobster tail. Wow. Yes, wow. I thought, why are we chicken frying? Do we have to chicken fry everything, people? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this to lobster tail? I don't need that for my lobster tail, right? Lobster sure. is a delicacy, <laughs> expensive. It's a thing. Why are you battering it up and covering? And it comes, and the shell part is actually battered. Like, why are you doing that? I can't eat the shell. You can't eat the shell, but, yeah. So what it's done is it's formed its own protective shell around the meat of the lobster within its own shell. And it's got this amazing fried chicken seasoning within that uh, batter. And that's permeated into the lobster meat. And the other thing that it's done is it's sealed the meat so that when it's fried, it has steamed within that. So it's the most tender, juicy lobster meat. Maybe best ever. Wow. That's... and. And that that was like a revelation to me that you could have something so delicious with a with so, so incongruous, right? Right. And yeah. not to Ungapach. Exactly right. <laughs> Does that sound good? Uh, that that sounds, sounds delicious. Fantastic. Sounds delightful. Yeah, it sounds so amazing. Nick, maybe you want to go there. You want to go. I had that in Memphis at a place called Jim and Samella's. If you're ever in Memphis. Wow. Wow. And Talbert is the chef there, and he's awesome. Nick and I actually we had we had some good meals in in Louisiana together. Nick, we oh, were there yeah. for well that that whole yeah area. Louisiana Mississippi. We were and, there for uh, our friend Stephanie's, as well. Stephanie's wedding and and uh, that's right. We got to have her on the show too. But uh, that we had some great we had some great meals down there. It was it was one of those times where we were just we we, we were out together, Nick and I went to a restaurant that you rec- I think Natalie maybe recommended, and we had a great time. Uh, we yeah we went and and we also went to another place that Van recommended our buddy Van Robichaux who's from New Orleans uh, from the yeah. Bayou down in Nolens and he said he went we went to Jacques Emo's and that place oh, yeah. is dynamite that was yeah, great that was and good. as far as like dishes that sound like they're not going to work and do they they had a there was an alligator cheesecake we had mm. at Jacques Emo's that was just like what it was fantastic with it was savory it was it? so good with alligator meat in it and it was it was savory but it was delightful it was such a every bite wow. was just so uh so delectable um yeah that uh, we had a great time also Mitch on that trip uh mm-hmm. you told me uh Natalie went to the restroom and you leaned over to me and said uh you were going to push me into a grave and take her home as Mrs. Mitchell do you remember that <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you into a grave. Did I really say that? <laughs> you did say that, yeah. Wow. And I'm going to do that if you don't take her on vacation. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I'm going to push you in a grave and take your wife on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Has she said uh, to you where she wants to go? Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we've been to some places she does want to go. We went to Charleston, South Carolina. That's and fun. had a lovely time. Yeah, that was great. That a great fun. food city. Fantastic and food they, city. They go there for their uh, wine and food festival. That's really fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah, if, yeah. I had a guess, if I had to guess where she wanted to go, it would be opposite side of the globe from Dick. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she's like, just give me the money to go. I don't need you to go. I'll go with my girlfriend. <laughs> Take the girl to Italy. Come on. Take her to Paris. 
I'll take. We'll go someplace. When all this madness is done, I may be itching to, to travel anyway. Of course, so we'll everyone see. will. Everyone will. Let me get back to fried chicken for a second, because please. There, my, and I've been to some great places. I think Yardbird in Miami makes great fried chicken. We have a place here in LA called Howlin' Rays. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. You've had it, Nick. Yes, we've we both had it. Great. Mm-hmm. Have you have you reviewed it on the show, or does it count? I, I think it's maybe a little too, uh, yeah, usually it's we review places with more locations. Not a chain. Right, yeah. it's not a chain. But, man, it could be, couldn't it, if they, if they yeah. wanted to? Yeah. yeah. That is the best, I'm going to say this, best fried chicken sandwich ever, best wow. fried chicken ever, Wow. best wow. sandwich maybe ever. Wow. Wow. The Howlin' Ray's fried chicken sandwich. All it's it's a fantastic sandwich. It, it's it's amazing, and that's high praise. And I think it's you know it's 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 a fair thing to say because that is yeah. yeah. I haven't had a better fried chicken sandwich. Mm. Uh, and it's, and it's it, delicious. If you pulled the fried chicken out of that sandwich, it would be the best piece of fried chicken you ever had. It's so generous. It yes. is for people who haven't had this. It's a gigantic breast of chicken. Yeah, I don't even know how they get it that big, but it's big. Yeah, and. It has the kind of batter that I was talking about that I love, that kind of crispy, beautiful thing. And there's, I think, six degrees of hotness that you could have, starting with no hotness, right? I Mm. like a medium plus, it's called. Yes. Right before it gets to what they call hot. I've tried hot. Hot, and I've talked to him, hot is where they change the pepper, Ah. And now you're into pain, and yeah. I don't like pain. Mm-hmm. I like the edge. I like the spicy where you're sweating and your nose is running and you can't, but you do because it's so delicious that you can't stop, yeah. right? That's what I like. And that medium plus, I think it is, hits it for me. Mm. And the bun is delicious. The the What he's got, the coleslaw and the sauce on it. Oh, my God, is that good? So everything other than that has to be compared, including yes. what we're going to talk about, the famous, the one that people waited hours online and had fights in the parking lot over, Popeye's yeah. fried oh, chicken yeah. sandwich, which I tried for the first time two wow. days ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Oh, this is huge. Yes. Uh, the, um, by the way, I, I tried the Howling from Howling Rays, and it was, oh, no. uh, Nick, it was, uh, it was one of those... Uh, it was it was it was it was a bathroom situation. It was there yeah, was a that's rough. Uh, my stomach was was hurting for like two days straight, two and a half. What about days, your maybe. mouth? It, it was very spicy, in my, but it was it was worse afterwards. Like it like I feel like it nearly killed me. It was uh, it was just it was it was too spicy. But it was it Did was you re- throw up. No, while eating it, I did okay while eating it. Actually, like I know um, someone who threw up. Oh, I know wow. two people that threw up. Wow, that, like spiciness. It was so- so painful mm-hmm. and so outrageous to their system that they they had to throw up. Yeah, yeah. That's that the the people I were with were surprised that I was eating it, but I but I that didn't. And I'm pretty good with with hot sauce and like when I'm when I'm eating it, but then afterwards I just felt like my stomach was being torn up. They I, gave I, you the gloves, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. I was wearing the gloves. Yep. Because God forbid you should touch any part of your body yes. with that stuff. Oh, yes. yeah. And yet we open our mouths <laughs> and stick it in. Yeah. That's a crazy, isn't it? It's it's, it's insane. crazy to do that. So I don't like pain. I don't like when it yeah. feels like there's a knife in your tongue. 
which if it's too hot, that's what it feels like. Which you're not going to run into that problem at Popeyes, right, Nick? The, no. The, yeah. The, even the, and even I the- had the spicy. Mm-hmm. I tried both. I tried the not spicy and the spicy. I found them exact identical except for the sauce that they rub on the bun. Yeah, which is interesting because they do have a they do have spicy chicken and original chicken, but oh, the they the patty right. they use for for That's the right. uh, for the chicken sandwich I think is just the same patty. They just change up That's the sauce, right. like you observed. Yeah, I think Popeyes has always been good fried chicken. Yes, yeah. and and I had the Chick Fil A sandwich, and I know that was the big challenge a couple of years ago: Chick Fil A or Popeyes fried chicken. And mm-hmm. I, I, having had both, now I go with Popeyes. Oh, easy for me. That's an easy call. Yeah. Phil, yeah. I go Howlin with... Rays, Howlin Rays is now... We're talking about the artisanal version yeah. of yes. this, right? So that's another league. That's I can't talk about that in this I, conversation. I, I, I go Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich over, over Chick-fil-A. And actually, I go Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich... I like it more than Popeye's. I know that people think that's crazy, but I just... I love the taste of it, but... I, I haven't had that. I, oh, wow. Oh, it's, oh, it's great. Treat yourself. It. It's it's really? it's like you might eat it and be like, oh, this is basic. Some people eat it and they don't get it. We get tweet people tweeted us a lot and being like, we don't get. It. But I think I love that Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. It's like my favorite. It's my favorite fast food sandwich, Nick. I've said it before. Yeah, it's 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 well executed really? and simple. I think it's I think it's delightful. I will say, if the Popeyes chicken sandwich had been around when we did our chicken fight tournament a yeah. few years ago, it's a good and chance it, it did not yet exist. I think it would have given Wendy's a run for its money. In fact, mm-hmm. I think it might have won because yeah. that Popeye's chicken sandwich is excellent. And I have heard, I, I haven't had it since the initial rush. I got it three times when it initially came out and then it came back. And when I've been Did to Popeye's, you have to kill somebody? Because <laughs> <laughs> when it first came out, I was like, even I was curious. I was like, well, look at these people. Oh yeah, they're fighting and they're they're waiting for hours. And then, how did you get it? First of all, did you put in the time and wait? Phil, Mitch, I'll, Mitch I'll and I this. both waited in line. Yeah, N- Nick got a sandwich easily, but then he also did still kill a guy later, <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. That's just, Nick. <laughs> that's Nick. That's why he can't travel. He'll be stopped at the airport. <laughs> Actually, Nick, Nick, you should, you should, you should repeat your story because I was just talking about this the other day. I was telling my Quincy friends about this, about the guy in your line at Popeye's and what he ordered. Oh, man, I don't know if I remember this one. I was remembering a different incident from the the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich debacle. What's that? Well, this was, I remember I was there. I was at the Popeye's in Burbank waiting in mm-hmm. line. And, uh, and while I was waiting in line, a YouTuber came in, a teenage YouTuber to like film like a prank video about the- Oh, yeah. The, about the Popeye's chicken sandwich, he came in dressed as a chi- as a Chick Fil A employee with like a crew, like a legit like crew, just That's shooting right. him, and then came in and was just like just cussing up a storm, just saying all these these cuss words that a teenager should not be saying. Um, and uh, and then and Nick, and- you, were, you were like, you were like, hey, I listen, man, I subscribe to you day one, but this is fucked up. <laughs> uh, but he was just ba- he was basically saying, like, that chicken sandwich is is bad, and, you know, I'm paraphrasing, the, the Wendy's, yeah. chi- or the, the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, we've got plenty of them, come get them. I think he had some with, them, with him that he was distributing to people. You know, classic YouTuber prank. Mm. But apparently that, like, uh, that guy's, like, some big YouTuber, and I guess I'm in that video, just, like, <clears throat> looking befuddled. Uh, and then, and then, if you like look up that video, it has like 
eight million views or something. Wow. It's just like, oh, this Whoa. guy is like, yeah, this this guy is like super popular. I hope they like uh, but zoomed, I hope they zoomed in on you and put like a question mark over your head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm Check wasting my time door. on Netflix. I should just uh, dress like a chicken and go visit these places <laughs> and have uh, eight million views. <laughs> What is it? But Mitch, what was the story you were thinking of? The guy, you were waiting in line, and then there was like a huge wait, and then the guy got chicken strips. Oh, yeah, that was oh. great. He didn't even get the sandwich? <laughs> he didn't no. even get the sandwich. He got strips. They I had t- the sandwich, too. I was laughing about that, that the other night. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that guy That guy loves the strips so much. It's kind of beautiful in many ways. But He'll wait yeah. in the sandwich line He'll to get the, the strips. Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah, when, that guy you, when you how long did you wait? Uh, I think the first time I waited over an hour and then subsequent times about 40 minutes. And you thought it was worth it. Do you think the mind plays a trick on you? You waited so long that you want it to be fantastic. Right. I think I think that's definitely the case. I think it also depends on people's psychological approach to those sorts of situations, because other people are yeah. going in kind of like, all right, show me what you got. I waited yeah, an hour I, for this thing. This sandwich better be great. And then if it's right. not like transcendent, then it, it sucks. Yeah. Um, but I, I do I think so I do mad. think that aside, it's a good sandwich. Yes, Nick, Nick and I we, we did it for yes. we did it for the show. I think it was a double when we first did it, right? Or did we do it for? I think no, it we was did it for a full episode. Oh, we reviewed it, it with Andrew T. Episode. But um, yeah, but uh, I was I waited about forty minutes, and I don't I would not have gotten it if not I would I don't think I would have waited that long if not for the show but sure it was when i ate it i i i did enjoy it quite a bit phil what what was what was your what was your meal of popeyes you got so you got yes. you, you got one of each sandwich i got i got the 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 regular and i got the spicy then i also they had oh look at the shrimp i gotta try the shrimp mm-hmm. so i tried the fried shrimp uh uh i don't think you go to popeyes fried chicken for the shrimp let's say that mm-hmm. that's fair it, they're they're kind of an afterthought they're just a, a a vehicle for the for the batter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're they're nothing. And 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 the fries are fine. Mm-hmm. Uh and that oh, and I got the I got the uh sides. Red beans and rice, excellent for this type Great of place. Side. First yeah. of all, you yes. don't see that side anywhere yeah. else, do you? In a fast food place. I Not thought they common. were great. Yeah. I thought they were great. Uh green beans reminded me of school cafeteria. Yeah. Uh and that's I think that's it. I didn't go with dessert. I didn't uh but I knew that the chicken sandwich was the thing. So I mm, wanted yes. to do it. And I thought it was perfectly good. If uh if you're stuck and there's no Howlin' Rays or Dookie Chases near you to get and you have to have a fried chicken something, that's a perfectly good thing to have. Phil, I I I, I too got the popcorn shrimp when I was there. And um wow. I agree with I I agree with your assessment. It was it's very battered. My so I I got some stuff and my mom tried like like I've been doing since I've been home. My mom tried a lot of it. She thought she thought the popcorn shrimp fill was way too battered. She did not she did not enjoy it. They're so where's the shrimp? You're like what are these sea monkeys in here? Remember sea monkeys? <laughs> the brine shrimp? Is that what they're using? There was the, there's a, you know I was surprised though because there's we got some dipping sauces. I'll say all the dipping sauce we got. We got ranch dipping sauce. We got the wild honey mustard. We got the bold barbecue, and then also for the shrimp, uh, I said the ranch. We we got the Creole co- uh, cocktail sauce. Yeah, we got that oh, yes. too. Yeah, and I was surprised that they even had that as an option. I kind of did enjoy that they had it because I was dipping my shrimps in there. They just it just 
it's just overly battered. You can't really taste the shrimp too much. That was kind of the maybe the the. But also, I didn't. It didn't bother me if 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 you're someone who only eats seafood, maybe you'd be okay with it. But but it was it was not the best thing. It was maybe one of the worst things I had of, of the night. I like that you talk about the dipping sauces because you brought me back now to when I was in high school. This is how old I am. Okay, you guys are youngsters compared to me. I was alive when a couple of things happened. McDonald's introduced chicken McNuggets. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like History. you're talking to it's like you're talking to first man on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you were there? Yes, I was. <laughs> I remember. And my favorite dipping sauce, and I don't know what the I don't know what the dipping sauces are now because I have to be honest with you, I haven't been or had McDonald's in about 25 to 30 years. Wow. 25 to 30 years. Wow. Seriously. Yes. I've tried to up my game, people. That's, I don't that's... get fast food unless Doughboys calls me and says, will you try <laughs> a Popeye's fried chicken sandwich? I was like, yes, because that's culturally interesting, right? Because of the lines and everything. Okay. So, but my favorite dipping sauce, do they still have this? The mustard one with the, the McNugget? Hot, hot mustard? Yeah. Yes, they still yeah. do. We, we, yeah. It's, it's good I, as hell. I thought that was fantastic. It's really good. I was good. 16 years old. Yes. And the other thing that they innovated at that same time, might have been the same year. May, uh, you want to do some research? Tell me. Uh, it, it, maybe a year apart. The Egg McMuffin. Wow. I love that thing. Yeah. I went three times a week, get Egg McMuffin. I couldn't love it more. I thought it was amazing. It's still pretty fantastic. We, we, we were eating them recently. We did a, a McDonald's tournament. And so yes. we were we were eating we were eating all these things, but the egg McMuffin and the nuggets. That I think the hot mustard sauce. People have said that they've changed it up a little bit, but I still yes, I still really love it. Um, Do you think that's think the best great. of their sauces for the McNugget? I I I'm, I mean I'm I'm still a huge sweet and sour sauce because I think they yeah. just don't have their sweet and sour, but. I love. I, the hot I think mustard. I'd probably say sweet and sour is S tier. I think probably there. I go barbecue a lot of times, mm, you know, yeah. more often than not. Um, but uh, but I I think their hot mustard is very good. Their their honey mustard also quite good. Uh, their yeah. ranch is okay. Uh, you know the the spicy sauce they had with the spicy nuggets when they reintroduced when they introduced those briefly and then took them off the menu. Uh, I I never got to try that spicy sauce, but you the like spicy that so sauce. The spicy sauce was great. Yeah. Yeah. And Phil, by the way, this I was going to say this is all. More impressive than the moon landing because Nick and I don't we we don't believe that that happened. We believe that's that it was right. Yeah, in Kubrick, the Kubrick, that. Yeah. Kubrick mm -hmm. made yeah. that movie. <laughs> yeah, Kubrick it's made funny, it. It's uh, funny. In in you probably have gotten into this, but in certain regions like in Rockland County, we didn't have in our town of New City, New York, we didn't have a Burger King or a McDonald's in the early seventies. We had a knockoff called Carol's. Mm. Oh, wow. It was the exact same stuff. It was just called Carol's. And we didn't have Kentucky Fried Chicken. We had Kansas-style fried chicken. That's wow. That's, that's amazing. Up. It was like the Hydrox <laughs> of Oreos, right? It's like the knockoff of the thing. But we couldn't have loved it more. We loved the whole thing. When you're a kid and, and you know, you see the packaging, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never, I so I never had, I never had much Popeyes. I'll, I'll give a quick rundown of, 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 of what I got, the, the, yeah. the, the rest of my meal. But I, but I, I, I never, I never had a Popeye, Popeyes growing up, and I tried it once going up to New Hampshire, and I didn't 
like it, Nick. I've told you this before, but then yes. since we've done the podcast, I've realized that it is, as far as fast food chick, uh, fried chicken, it's very good. I got a three-piece meal, uh, and I got half spicy, half non-spicy, and that comes with a biscuit. I got two regular original chicken sandwiches and one, and one spicy chicken sandwich. Then I got chicken strips, three chicken strips. I also did those half spicy, half non-spicy. I got those with Cajun Cajun fries. That also came with a biscuit. And then finally, I got the 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 popcorn shrimp fill like you did. And then here are my sides. I got I, I got mashed potatoes with gravy, the coleslaw, the mac and cheese, and the red beans and rice. Those were the four sides I got. Um, and I also got myself a large Coke. Um. My favorite, my bite of the night is, was the fried chicken. It was just, it was, it was a thigh. It was a, it was right. a spicy thigh. Yes. And, and Nick, yes, I took a bite of that. And I went, ugh, 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 ugh. oh God. <laughs> Were you trying to do a Popeye sound? Was that Popeye? You know yeah. why you can't do it? Because you've eaten too much. <laughs> That's it's an, it's actually stopped your throat from making the noise that you need to make. You've had too much of that. Did, by the way, what kind of order is that? Was that just you eating it was, that? It, it was my, my my mom and I, and myself. Yeah. Uh, we so we 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 it was it was a smorgasbord. I, I was going. Uh, I was we. I was just taking. I didn't eat all of it. I didn't finish the whole thing. But I definitely this 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 we was put a dent in it. I put we put we yes. put a good dent in it. I'll say this. The next day, I I I I I we ate, I ate half the chicken sandwich. Overnight, sometimes fried chicken works. The chicken sandwich does not work overnight in the fridge. It did not taste great the next morning. I took a bite my of it. My son, yeah. my son took it home because yeah. I say I ate half of each, and he took it home and he said it was delicious. Cold. Wow. He said it was great. Mm. Yeah. You, it, yeah. It, was it was it refrigerated or was it just or or was I think it just in the later? fridge. In oh, the okay. Fridge. Wow. All right. I, yeah. I, I I did not have the same experience, but that but is good to hear. Because he didn't compare it to the hot. Yeah, yeah, that's True. a good point. And you did. That's and I and I and I and I love the sandwich. I was surprised that the chicken was the bite of the night because I love the sandwich. The sandwiches were great. Of course, they do a great job of the sandwich. I didn't bother with the chicken this time because I've had it and I know it's good. I know it's perfectly good, good fried chicken. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's it's great fried chicken. My mom liked the cold slaw. I thought the cold slaw was good. It was very mayo-y. The mac and cheese was of the sides was probably the loser. It was just kind of like a, a little watery mac and cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, the mashed potatoes and gravy were good, but the the winner was the red beans and and rice. Biscuit is good. The biscuit. I forgot to mention the biscuit. It's Bill, good. The, biscuit. the biscuit is great. That was like a thing, that, and I was yep. dipping it in my 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 mashed potatoes and gravy. Nice. But the, the mashed potatoes themselves are like maybe not great quality, but the gravy mixed in it it works. And then finally, I got myself a dessert as well. And I'm gonna say it wrong, Phil. I may need your help here. The chocolate, chocolate beignet, beignets, beignets. Oh beignets? Beignets. They just started making those. I saw the ads. Yes, uh, beignet, beignet, beignet. Yeah, Ch- chocolate be- beignets. Um, How are they? They are. They're like donuts. They were, they were really, they were really good. They put some, they put some uh, powdered sugar on top of them. I thought right? they were really fantastic. I ordered. Uh, an apple pie, but it didn't come, which is which is good because wow. we were we were stuffed out anyways. But the chocolate, Nick, I, I give him a, I give him a thumbs up. The chocolate ben, beignets, oh god. But as we get older, as we yes. get older, gentlemen, as we get older, these are these are childhood references that I want you to go and find the grown up, good versions of these foods, right? Yeah. Like right. the beignet. As soon as you said that, I was like, "Well, you got to go to Cafe Du Monde in New mm-hmm. Orleans and mm-hmm. have a real one." Yeah, right. 
Because if you like this stuff, this is the stuff, the cheapy, cheap stuff that they hook you in with the packaging and the advertising. That's for kids. Mm-hmm. Now go get the real. It's like the difference between Vegas and Europe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I think there is a, I mean, I think there's room in my, in my heart and my stomach for both Yeah. because, you know, I'll, yes. I'll love to, I'll, I'll go to a great, you know, taqueria and have some, some just amazing lengua tacos with this, yes. this house made salsa verde and these, these yes. you know, handmade corn tortillas. I'll have yes. that. And then I'll also have the, uh, you know, I'll also have a, a, an eight layer burrito from Del Taco. Yeah, exactly. Like I can, I like can enjoy that. both. I like both. Yeah. I, I appreciate they, they scratch now, different Nick. itches. Yes. Would you get the lengua taco from Del Taco? Oh boy, I don't know if I'd trust any fast food lengua. That's a that's you wouldn't. That's a high degree of difficulty. Yeah, I don't you know, know. that the lengua in those places. Those are old employees. Oh no, fired. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that's where they get the lengua. Yeah, that's American capitalism. That's right. Um, Nick, you don't did you- want that. You you have to. But here's my question for you, Nick. Yes. Once you've had the delicious taco from the real place. Right, mm-hmm. with those beautiful salsas that they're making that morning, and they're they're doing that barbacoa that day, and they're having it, and you're having a homemade corn or flour tortilla that's that's hand pressed and handmade right there. Doesn't the Del Taco taco taste like crap after that? No, I mean it. It, it still tastes good, and the same way that, that I feel like you, yeah, because. Because I mean, you know, that's this is just like the high low thing that that some people have towards yes. uh, entertainment. You know, some people have some yes. people can can watch trash TV and then also watch a, an art film. I mean, mm, that that's right. it's the same sort of thing. I, I understand I there is that. a quality level intellectually. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and I no, think no, Mitch no, feels no, the same food, way. I get it. I get it. It's like sometimes you just have to sit down and eat a bag of potato chips. I get it. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's delightful. I do and it. It's, yeah. <laughs> I just, we just maybe, do it maybe as I get older, I'm worried about my health. <laughs> right. Oh, we're, 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 I mean, we're, de- we're definitely, well, Nick is, Nick is actually, well, actually, Nick, you are a vegetarian now. That's right. And I was going to get to that. This is a 2021 episode, although we're recording in December, but for 2021, no meat shall I eat. Wow. What the fuck did yes. you get? Is it the end of the show? I mean, no, well, it's more, <laughs> we're out of ideas. Eat? What are you? Are you doing? Are you doing uh, uh, tender greens? Is that going to be your next chain? We can go we're, there, but we're we're not changing up which one, which chains we're going to. We're going to oh. you know the, the same chains that we would otherwise go to, and I'm just trying to eat at them from a vegetarian's perspective, which is what a lot of people have to do. Like if you're if your family's going to Popeyes mm. and you're vegetarian and your husband and kids are uh, eat meat, then you yeah. just got to make do, and and so that's kind of the approach I'm trying to to have you're here. You're going to eat a lot of French fries, aren't you? I am going to eat a lot of French fries, and speaking of which, that is one of the things I got. So fried chicken is was, I guess, in 2021 terms, one of my my favorite food. I love fried yeah, wow. chicken. Uh, if we're talking Popeyes versus KFC versus Churches, I think as which are the big three chains, I would say Popeyes yeah. is my number one. I love Popeyes yes. spicy chicken. Yes. Uh, I think Albertsons fried chicken competes with it, but Popeyes is just so so fucking good. What do you mean um, Albertsons the 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 grocery store? The grocery store has fantastic fried chicken. Had no if you're idea. ever in a pinch and need a quick meal, uh, you know people go with their rotisserie chicken, but if you go behind yeah. their deli counter and get their their fried chicken, it is what? dynamite. It is great. Yeah, that's good um, to know. Yeah, so so your Vons, your Pavilions, everything in the Albertsons family all has great fried chicken. I didn't know that was all one family. Oh yeah, yeah. Albertsons is a is a megalith. 
So I am learning I... something today. <laughs> <laughs> I love so. This. I, I can't get I, I can't get fried chicken, which is my favorite food, and I can't get my favorite side, which Phil mentioned at Popeyes. The red beans and rice is just oh, fantastic. There's pork in there, right? There's meat in there. There's yeah. also wow. meat in the Cajun rice, and there's even meat in the green beans, which is made with turkey bacon. So the sides are pretty limited, as of course the the Cajun gravy that comes with the mashed potatoes is off the table. So I got mashed potatoes, no gravy. Agree with you, Mitch, that they are fine, but not the best quality mashed potatoes they're clearly rehydrated I, I can tell this like comes from a powder um that said they're 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 fine and they have a good texture to them the cajun fries i got which this is their copy they may look like french fries but our special seasoning makes them 100 cajun um there is some debate that at some locations they are fried in lard but i rolled the dice and assumed these ones are fried in vegetable oil they're good fries I mean, they have a good good battering mm. to them. I think they have a good seasoning to them. You know, they're like they're like an Arby's curly fries in terms of of flavor. My, my mom and I enjoy the my mom and I enjoy the Cajun fries, Nick. We were we were yeah. we were fans. They don't travel well, but 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 fries never travel well. Um, and then I got the uh, the mac and cheese, which for me of these sides was the standout. I thought their mac and cheese is good. I agree that it maybe could have a it's a little thin uh, the cheese sauce, but I, I think it's quite good. And I think the coleslaw is fine i mean it's just it's just maybe a little bit mm. sweet for my taste but it's fine it is sweet they put sugar yeah in they it. add sugar yeah. to it and and they chop it they chop it very small don't they yes, yes. it is very very fine yes um and uh and the <laughs> the biscuits i think are great and then they, i did get the cinnamon apple pie mitch uh which is i would have i wish i could they, my location had, had the beignets because i would have mm. rather tried that i think the cinnamon apple pie is just uh, they do this apple pie at every fast food restaurant it feels like there's there's nothing that makes this one special i guess the cinnamon on the outside is kind of churro like but it's it's this one really didn't uh, didn't do do much for me so so uh, i guess if you're cobbling together a meal as a vegetarian here you got to go with a large mac and cheese and then either fries or coleslaw as a side and then get a biscuit and you know a sweet tea and hope for the best it, it's wow. a little bit of a high degree of difficulty in terms of actually having a good meal for yourself although i did like the sides overall now, Nick, I mean, uh -huh. we're going to get to our fork scores, but is that going to change your fork score? That's a great question, Mitch. Let's find out. It's time for our final wow. thoughts on Popeyes. So, Phil, here's how this will work. We'll each give our closing argument, if you will, on Popeyes, uh, and then end it by giving it a score from zero to five forks. So you are a guest. We'll begin with you. Your thoughts on Popeyes, your fork score. When you uh, are comparing it, we're only comparing fast food to fast food, right? We can't compare it to other artisanal choices, right? I think you can make whatever choice you want to make. I mean, we've had mm -hmm. we've had people just uh, we've had guests uh, do either. Uh, the way Mitch and I so usually it could approach be just this the is fork score is how delicious is this in your mouth? One hundred percent. Feel 100%. free to do that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you heard my take on Popeyes. Mm -hmm. So I'll go right to the fork score. I'm going to say three and a half. Wow. Three and a half. Wow. Good score. Yeah. Three forks, two tines from Phil mm -hmm. Rosenthal. Mitch, how about yourself? <laughs> Your thoughts? Nick, Nick I, I was... I feel like I've gone all over the place. I'm, I, 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 don't, I don't remember my former fork scores. Has, has it, have I ever pushed it up... 
It's gotten into the Golden Plate Club, which Phil is. It an was average in the Platinum of- Plate Club when we did it with Andrew wow. T. We all went five forks. It went really, really wow. high. Wow. For yeah. the for the sandwich for that mm-hmm. the sandwich yeah the sandwich really I mean I I think the the react the, the we we had, we had a, a just a rapturous reaction to that sandwich initially wow which yeah. Nick guess what mm-hmm. it's going back in there for me wow five forks I mean for five. what for for what it's trying to do yes I think yes. that there's some I think there's some you know like I think they're th- like. There's a couple sides that could be better. There's a few things that could be better. But for what it's trying to do, this Louisiana-style fried chicken, you can get the spicy version. You can get an original. You can get it blackened. Yes. It's it's really good fried chicken for fast food chicken. Yes. I, 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 I say, but I say three and a half is good to very good. You're, it if is. You say three five, and a half is good. But you're saying five. So mm-hmm. that, to me, is like best thing I ever ate. <laughs> Well, keep in mind, Mitch did recently introduce top. a sixth fork. So I, I did. I did recently canon. introduce a sixth what fork. Did, what got that? What got six fork? Bonchon. You know what got a sixth fork? Bonchon, another fried mm-hmm. chicken place. Korean fried mm-hmm. chicken. Korean fried chicken is excellent. Bonchon, fantastic. It's dynamite. Bonchon is yeah. is fantastic. It is fantastic. It's not. It's not Bonchon. It, it is not Bonchon levels. It is Bonchon was out of this world good. Yes. I just think what what it's trying to do is a fast as as a fast food restaurant. Look, there was some br- there was some brand stuff. You know, Popeye used to be a mascot. He's not anymore. That's why everyone got my reference when I said "ugh, ugh, 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 ugh." Yeah. Uh, uh, but see, you're qualifying it, Mitch. You're qualifying it. You're saying for fast food, and and I thought we were saying just how delicious is this if you if compared to everything you put in your mouth. What is the score? Yeah, well, you know, I think Nick and I always try to say for for what the restaurant's trying to do, I guess. It yes, is. that's an important aspect of criticism. Yes, for what they're trying to do, it is probably a four or a five. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah. But for me, uh, just a little lower because it's not the best thing I ever ate, and, and which I would give a five to. And Phil, I think a lot of people would agree with you. I, I, I like this yeah. is I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a changed man on Popeyes. There's, there's one new yeah. to Quincy, and open since I've been home. You're um, so happy. I, 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 I am happy about it because you know what? And this, and this is, this is why it's, this is why it's a five fork restaurant to me. Yeah. Now is like my mom and I. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's gonna be. You know, it's, it's January, and we, we've been driving around or doing fucking errands all day or something, and I've been helping my mom out, and she's like. Hey, why don't we go and get a couple of Popeye's chicken sandwich? Which Nick did happen in December, and wow. it was great. And it was like a thing that I was excited about to go get. And they were really tasty, and we had a good time with it. So and you're with your mom. That's I'm not with nice. my mom. That's, yes, that's it what was it's all about. Hey, is Boston Market still good? Boston Market is. We we just did it recently. Yeah, we, we recently reviewed it. You did. I'll it's listen. still pretty good because I loved it. I I loved it when I had it years ago. It was like twenty twenty five years ago. I thought it was excellent. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's still. It's still, still quite good. It's not Popeyes. I think does a better job, and that's why for me, it's a five forker. I wonder what Nick Phil. I think Nick's going to be close to you because because this. Well, we'll see. For a vegetarian perspective, Nick Weiger's score. Yes, from a veg perspective, this chain is challenging. 
Um, I, I think it's just it's just tough to cobble together an approximation of an actual meal here. If this is like, hey, your whole office is going to Popeyes for lunch, you know, in 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 previous days when people would actually go into workplaces. Although I guess if you're in retail or food service, you still are. So God bless you for that. Uh, I think the end. You shouldn't be having to do that. Uh, anyway, I I think the I I would say it's it, it, it's it's challenging. But that said. In terms of what this place is trying to do, it's trying to do fried chicken and present Louisiana-style sides, and I think it's fucking great as a fast food version of that. So you know what? Maybe I'm contradicting the whole premise of what I'm doing this year, but I don't care. I love Popeye's. It's one of my favorite chains, and fa- and fried chicken is my favorite food, so I'm staying with Five Forks. This is a Five oh, Fork chain. Wow. Look at you boys. That's That's what we do. Wow. I like it. I like it because you know you're coming from a very specific place, and and for this to, for you guys to give this place five. I mean, that Popeyes they should put you on the poster. Come on, <laughs> it will be like it will will look like Bluto and Popeye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll look like two wimpies. Um, <laughs> Phil, Phil Rosenthal, thank you so much for being here, sharing your thoughts on Popeyes and food in general. Uh, the show is Somebody Feed Phil. It is on Netflix. And I also wanted to mention, uh, you have the uh, the Somebody Feed the People initiative, which you have, you were doing during the election season, including uh, up and through the Georgia runoffs, uh, which was lovely of you to do, feeding people who are waiting in these long polling lines. Uh, God bless you for doing that. Any, yeah, anything that else you'd like to plug it. at this time? Still You're still doing, doing it. it. I, I realized yeah. when, the, the, when I did it and it was going well, I said, well, wait a minute. After the election, the name is still going to be good, and we can yes. still feed people because people need to be fed, especially during COVID and everything else. So we got to do it, people. So go to somebodyfeedthepeople.org, and I will match your donations to uh, World Central Kitchen if you go through there. That rules. Wow. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Phil you. Rosenthal, thank you so much. Check out Somebody Feed Phil. Nick, and take we'll take your a break. We'll-, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask Mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special (laughs) limited time deal for our listeners. 
Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Mitch, I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Give her a feast. Give her a, a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out, out, there's never a, a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna, gonna be, be hot, hot. Hot, 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 Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With it's- three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV. Pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. Come on. The moon, moon is, is cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. The moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon. And lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun... It's hot, hot, hot. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? 
I've also gifted my mom an Aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one, and now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom the photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. Uh, Phil Rosenthal had to take off. Mitch and Emma and I are here. Uh, Mitch, a great guest. A great guest. Nick, um, I'm trying to get a PlayStation 5 right now. Yes. So, look, I may be distracted for some of this, but can I also tell you... You distracted during a record? Can I also tell you a joke that I wanted to say when Phil was here, but like when... uh, like Seinfeld and Ellen John are sharing the stage together. I thought it'd be fun if he was uh, like, "What's the deal with Daniel?" That's great. He's my brother. That's really good. <laughs> but he's older than me. That's why I was gonna do something like that. <laughs> Who are these rocket men? <laughs> what's the deal with the yellow brick road? <laughs> Um, and then I didn't do, and then also when he talked about how the chicken sandwich, like uh, it was the biggest breast he ever seen. I was going to talk about like all the guy chickens in the yard, like checking out the Popeye's sandwich chicken. That's good. Like they're very horny. Yeah. They're very horny. Yeah. Real uh, cockadoodle do. Am I right? <laughs> cockadoodle hard. Yeah, I'm uh, refresh. So- oh, wait. Wags, well, add to cart. Ah, oh, it sold out immediately. <laughs> Damn, wow. I thought you were going to, like, get it. <laughs> wow. Uh, so as of this record, they, their new PlayStation 5 is available at 3.40 Eastern, That's which is right about when we're recording. You re- you refresh just as the second hand turned to 3.40, mm-hmm. and then add to cart, item is sold out. Fucking Damn. bots. The bots do it. The bots. the bots fucking take everything. The bots take everything. It's fucked up. Nick, and you know what? Yeah. If I don't get a PlayStation 5 this year, I'll go on a record as saying Santa doesn't exist. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll hopefully... We'll know in in 2021, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully by the start of 2021, which the, this episode is releasing in, in mid-January, you will have your PlayStation 5 and Santa's existence will be confirmed. Nick, I'll go mm-hmm. one step further. If I don't get a PlayStation 5, Jesus doesn't exist. Wow. Okay, let's take it easy. Big claims. All based on a game console. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the Italians well, are like, hey, he's talking about a Lord and Savior. Hey. <laughs> of course they get mad at that shit. Hey, we 
we break every rule in this book, but we're going to get offended by it. You fucking. <laughs> what if it's the Italians that have all the PlayStations and they're keeping them from you? I wouldn't oh, be boy. surprised. <laughs> fucking. I've seen Sopranos. I know what they do, do, Nick. Tony's giving it to his fucking cousins and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's true. Some fucking fell fat. off a truck. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> fell off the fell off the cart on the way to my Nick. It was about to be in my cart. God damn it! That it wasn't about to be in your cart. The bots are they're set up. They've got there. They figured out how to solve the the captchkas or whatever they are. The Nick. recaptchas. The ungapachkas. <laughs> the ungapachkas. Trump is leaving. We got to put an end to bots. It's 2021. Bots. Biden, get on this bot situation. That guy's probably he, he's a fucking old bot. ass. Yeah, he's an old you ass. Think Biden's a bot. I think Biden's a bot. What do you think of that? I think he's got a you know he's got Mayor Pete in his cabinet. He's got a at least got a bot on the he's, inside. He's got one bot on the inside. It's true. Hey, uh, let's uh, Mitch. You know what? Let's shift from bots and and Italian American slander to a, mm. a good friend of ours. We we have the Doughboys, uh, you know, hotline mm. where people can leave messages and hey, Nick, periodically, yes, from bots to buds, from bots to buds. Periodically, we get a voicemail from our good friend John Hodgman. Let's take wow. a listen. Wow. Hello, Devil Reed. Hello, Mike Mitchell. This is John Hodgman driving uh, in a car in Maine. Uh, I was going to pause and call you because Mitch couldn't remember the name of the town, New Haven, where I spent several, that's the Paris of Southern Connecticut. I spent several <laughs> formative years of my life there attending a four-year accredited uh, college there on the southern coast of Maine uh, and, the, and some of the best pizza in the world. But then he remembered, and then he, he and Dana went on to say nice things about me, which is very sweet, and I felt bad about being mad. And it was a real roller coaster. But then I had to call in, after all, because... I need to correct the record. I did not tell Dano that he would be fine before that second show at the Wilbur in Boston. Boy, I wish we were there again together. Boy, that was great. Going and doing things. I said to Dano that he was going to kill it because I knew, having only met him within a couple of hours, he's one of the funniest people that I ever met. And I knew he was going to have that audience in the palm of his hand. And, and 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 I later learned he did it. And I don't, I don't really want that Nordique's hat back. It's my gift to him. I'm really, wow. really proud that he has it. And I, 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 I do not say that his story hat was dirty. It's just very, very well loved, and it's, it smells like Dano. And you know what? I'll take it. I'll take Dano's smell. In any case, uh, uh, <laughs> I hope that we can go eat some pizza together in New Haven or any place else you want to go. Yorkside Pizza, by the way, I rediscovered it. It's one of the best. I, 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 frankly, I prefer it to Frank's and Sally's. We'll talk wow. more about that later. Until then, I got to turn south on Route 15 now, uh, so I got to go. Bye bye. Oh, uh, Medallion Land is out in paperback. Everybody watch Dicktown. Bit.ly/slash/Dicktown. Always be plugging Dicktown on Hulu. Dicktown. Bye. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Hodgman. Uh, I think he might have stumbled over the title of his own book. Said Medallion Land, but the book is actually Medallion Status. He has another book, Vacation Land. Both wow. both excellent books now available in paperback. Now, Check Nick, those this, out as well. This stick is the down sort of shit that you know people don't like when you correct them about their own thing. Yeah, people don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to drive sales to his books. Wow. 
hey, a great mm, Christmas is over. A great next year Christmas present or just a birthday gift throughout the year. Treat yourself. Give yourself a, te- a gift. What a terrible plug that is for our friend John's book. Go get the books. The books it's are great. It's just a good present for any time. Presents don't need a reason. Just gift presents. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what? It's a gift for your mind. Go out and get it. There you go. Uh, That's right. Now, Nick, mm-hmm. I, I got to say, Hodgman, I apologize. Um, I did for a moment forget the name of, of New Haven, but I only forgot that in the way of that I forget like like Nick's name. Like, Nick, you, you, you know how I work, Nick. Like when you walk yes. into a room and you forget why you walked into that room in the first place. Yes, that's yeah. that's uh, Nick. You Nick has especially seen this with me, where I'm like, "What's the thing we're getting on called again?" And it's like a plane. We're getting on a plane, Mitch. <laughs> right. That sort of thing happens with me a lot. It doesn't mean I'm a dumb guy. Some may argue it does. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just have a very bad memory with some stuff, and I just forget things. I don't forget planes, obviously, but. For a moment, the town of New Haven, it just slipped my mind for a moment. I knew it. I talked about it before that. I put my my Doughboy's picks in the pick folder. There's also some radar picks in there, too, for just for us Oof, that we share between yeah. ourselves. <laughs> I put New Haven in there. I, I know it's New Haven. I just forgot for a moment, all right? Yeah. I see, I see you online. I see you. You know what? Probably fucking bots, though. These people who are making these comments about these goddamn bots <laughs> taking our PlayStations and trolling us on social media. <laughs> Anyone who says anything bad about the show, bot. You know what I say? I say, and I say this as someone who's been characterized as an automaton, as a robot by you. But you mm-hmm. know I'm a man. You know I'm flesh and blood. I don't know. You might be king of bots, but go on. Let, I think bots should be shot. Wow. If you're a bot, you should be shot. Yes. That's that's strong words and sounds like something the king of the bots would say. And let me be clear. I don't mean, well, no, the king of the bots wouldn't want his bots. He'd, he'd want to harness his army of the bots to help him conquer Nick, the globe. I think you're trying to pull a fast. I think the king of the bots would be trying to pull a fast one on us saying bots should be shot. Mm, Methinks uh, the bot doth protest too much is what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. I I think I think that the bots are a real problem and we need to address them. Mm-hmm. And it's it, I mean the the main issue is that just their hoarding of uh, video game related uh, items, be they graphics cards or consoles. Nothing else really bothers me about bots. I'm fine. No, just yeah, other than that, still- they're fine. I tell you, I've been playing the Cyberpunk 2077. Wouldn't mind some of them love bots. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I haven't played the game yet. But also, <laughs> when you move the scale to low, the smallest penis size on that, uh huh. How how does it, how's it looking? I'd fucking destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. No. The it's actually been a problem. I, I think the the uh, the small dick problems Reddit was complaining about this. Yeah, I've read some impassioned Reddit comments yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah the I've, smallest I've, dick size and the character creator is still like a you know pretty pretty substantial. I did publish a couple posts over there. <laughs> you actually mod that bot. Reddit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Emma, what? <laughs> wow. Uh, fucked up. Um, look. <laughs> 
Guys, we all know Mitch has a huge hog. Come on. It's true. Emma. <laughs> Here's the deal to me. It's like when a hog when you're you're not in the mood, hog size can be really tiny. It doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this before. We've gotten to the bottom of it. Every dick has to be measured twice. It's yeah. just soft isn't necessarily a reflection. So that's my question to you. Yeah. So in Cyberpunk 2020, are you are when you do the dick scale, is it like are, are the guys rock hard when they're when you're sliding this the scale back and forth? Um, they they are if you like hold some porno up to your webcam, they'll be like, whoa. <laughs> so you set your dick size based off of like flaccid dick size. Yeah, it's flaccid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and also the game is in first person, so it's a complete waste of time. <laughs> it's a completely <laughs> unnecessary feature. Nick, didn't you say it needed a nub a nub mod? What was it called? Needs a nub mod. Nub Get mod. some nubs in there. Represent the nub club. I agree. Uh, guys, it's time for a segment. I've got a food-related survey, and Mitch and Emma will compete to guess the results. Wow. Let's play the family food. Our theme song for the family food, of course, the Richard Karn era family feud theme. I'm surprised you don't sing like family food, family food. You know, you don't do anything. Oh, have some lyrics over this. Uh-huh. A fun survey. Guessing the results of a fun survey. <laughs> it's a family food with some cool dudes. <laughs> Okay, uh, so whoever gets the most correct without collecting three strikes will win. Mm-hmm. And the category, since we had our guest, uh, is uh, very internationally versed, uh, travels across the globe. The theme is most popular fruits in the world. The top seven answers are on the board. These are according to World Atlas, the world's most popular fruits by metric tonnage produced. All right, um, uh, Emma, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. What, Nick, okay, repeat, Mitch. Repeat, it, what, repeat it one more time. And by the way, the, the PS5 is out of stock, and that's not why I didn't yeah. hear what you said, but the PS5 is officially out of stock. Most popular fruits in the world. Okay. Most popular fruits in the world by metric tonnage produced. Okay. All right, Mitch, you're up first. I'm going to go, Nick, with one of your favorites. As said by the minions, banana. Banana. Banana, number two on the board. Wow. Wow. Hell yeah. All right. Nice job, Mitchell. Uh, All right, Emma, you're up. All right. I feel like this might be more of an American love because of like apple pie and stuff, but I got to say apples. It's a good answer. Show me apples. That's right, Emma. Apples, number four on the big board. Hell yeah. Mm. You each have one. No strikes. All right, Mitch, it returns to you. World's most popular fruits as me- as in terms of metric tonnage produced. And how many are there? There's seven. Top seven are on the board. Wow, top seven. Oh, wait, Mitch, the PlayStation 5 is back in stock. Oh, shit. Wags, is that true? No, it's not true. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you got so excited. <laughs> I want the PlayStation 5. Uh, okay. We both do. 
This is tough because I know that. Hmm. So far, bananas and apples have been claimed. Five mm. remain. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, but I feel like this is more of a an and, and I know that back in the day these were considered a real treat because mm-hmm. that's why they're at the they're at the bottom of stockings, Nick. Mm. Um, the P- PS5 will not be in the bottom of my stocking. Yeah, that also have to be a big stocking too, right? Oh yeah, I got a big ass, like stocking. a giant stocking. <laughs> I'm going to go oranges, Nick. All right. Survey says. Ah, oh, phew. Nice. Yeah, oranges actually uh, uh, number six on the big board. People like citrus all over the world. I knew it was going to be lower, but I, but I, but I, I thought that it should be on there. And now I'm regretting saying it, actually. But it was right. You're regretting saying it? Because I, I think I know others that are on there. Higher. But you got it right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Emma, back to you. Uh, no strikes for either of you. Okay. I feel like, because you said it's based on metric tonnage produced. Like, That's right. Annually. So mm-hmm. I feel like grapes has to be high up there because wine and mm. stuff, right? Great. Mm. Great. Emma, this was the answer I wanted to say, and I went with oranges instead. It's a great answer. Well, orange juice, is it? you know. It is. Nice. It is a good answer. Grapes, yes, you are absolutely right. Grapes above oranges at number five mm. worldwide in terms of uh, amount produced. All right, Mitch, uh, this is this is going gangbusters. No strikes yet. You got three left. Let's see if we can get one of them. What is your guess? We're getting in. We're, we're getting into. See now, this is where Emma was a mastermind and letting me mm. go first because I feel like I'm about to get a strike here. Um. Well, I, you, well, we'll see. Because, look, there's a couple things on my mind. But I think a fruit that's all over the world, but it's a big boy. That's my other issue with it, mm. is my favorite fruit, Nick. It's mm-hmm. pineapple. Mitch's favorite fruit, pineapple. Man, it might Show be- Show me t- pineapple. Shit. Fuck! Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Pineapple's not on there, Mitch. You have one strike. All right, Emma. A good guess, though. I did, you know, assuming that perhaps something from a tropical climb could be mm-hmm. uh, high on the worldwide board. Emma, what do you say? Okay, I feel like this isn't going to be on there, but it's been in my brain since you said fruits, and I can't stop thinking it. So I'm going to say kiwi. That's good. Kiwi. Show me kiwi. <laughs> kiwi <laughs> not so. among the top seven. Damn. Uh, you each have one strike and two points. Mitch. Okay. What's your next guess? Nick, mm-hmm. I forgot about this fruit for a minute, and I think that this is a fruit that's going to hit the grape spot, like like Emma mm. had said, but I'm going to go strawberries. Strawberries. Survey says... Fuck! No, no strawberries? No, strawberries. Not on, not within... The top seven. In fact, no berries in the top seven. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, there goes my oh, next yeah. guess. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell, Weiger? <laughs> I was going to say, why do you say no berries? Why well, I, I can't give I'm, some hints? Berries like, no, not considered a fruit by this survey? How are there no berries? Like blueberries? I think berries nothing? are very much considered a fruit. I think a lot of the, I think it may, well, there, no, there are certain parts the of the world where no say, people don't eat berries. I'm going to be pissed off. 
Calm down. You <laughs> fucked up, low. All right, so if we're going by like metric tons of the fruit grown, mm-hmm. it has you. I guess you have to start thinking like, what's a heavy fruit? Mm. Right. Mm. So maybe grapefruit. Good answer. Is it a good answer? We're gonna find out. No. Wow. No, unfortunately. Damn. You have a second strike, although, and I'll give you a hint now, Mitch. Hopefully, this will even things out. I already have my answer, but go ahead. Thinking, thinking in terms of heavy fruit is perhaps some useful guidance. It doesn't matter. I was going to say melon anyways, Nick. Melon is my answer. Show me melon. Nice. <laughs> Did, was it just melon or was it specifically a melon? Uh, not a not a catch all melon category, but watermelons are number three worldwide. I was surprised, but I think part of it is because they are so heavy and they are popular in you know a lot of the world. All right, there are two left: number one and number seven. First and last. Wow, Emma, can you get one of them to stay alive? Huh. Um. How about pears? Ooh, good answer. Show me pears. Great answer, Emma. No, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Three strikes in a row. A turkey in bowling, but unfortunately, that means you're just a turkey in this competition yep. as you have wow. been eliminated. Mitch, you win. Fucking harsh words. Hey, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry for calling you a turkey, Emma. That was no. It's me. okay. I'm a turkey. I get it. <laughs> in fact, that was the meanest thing I've ever said to said to anyone on Doughboys. <laughs> now, Nick. Yeah. Watermelon was, I mean, you could have buzzed me for saying melon, honestly, but I, I appreciate the non-buzz. The judges would have given it to you on Family Feud, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I certain. think that would have that would have passed. So yeah. is honeydew on that list? Uh, honeydew is, uh, uh, other melons are further down on that list, uh, but uh, the the one that's in the top 10 is watermelons. Do you want to hear the other answers? Or do you want to, do you want to try to guess, guess one more, Mitch, see while you have a still have a strike? Uh, yeah, let's see. I'm going to guess. I can't believe we haven't gotten the number one yet. The number one, which makes me feel like I'm like, what the fuck are we not thinking of? And mm-hmm. I'm going to be mad, probably. Look, they're not counting tomatoes as a fruit, are they? I was they? just wondering that. Tomatoes? <laughs> oh, my God. You dork. Number one wow. answer, tomatoes. Wow. Really, like they surveyed people and a bunch of people said, well, no, this was more, I guess, based on metric tons. So it wasn't a survey, technically. Yeah, not a survey. No, this is just actual uh, actual it. statistics. And then and then uh, number seven, you guys want to try to wager a guess? Number seven. Is, is it avocados? It's not avocado, though. Avocado is pretty high up there. Dates Mitch, or something? It's mangoes. Oh! Mangoes. Okay. How can you forget a mango? <laughs> 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 wow well, that was a that was a family food mitch you mitch you win congratulations wow well done. i was gonna say i i wish that the winning prize was a playstation 5 <laughs> unfortunately it's not hmm all right oh yeah your winning <laughs> prize is a date with a bot <laughs> hey all right maybe we got a chance <laughs> Just like a restaurant with value your feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today's email is from Kim H. from Chicago. Kim writes, have you ever experienced a food epiphany? 
A moment where you've tried, just tried a food you haven't in a while that you were sure you didn't like, and then when trying it again, mm. either from a young kid to adult or just in recent months slash years, you realized it was good and can't imagine why you've always said you disliked it. That's For good. example, I've always had an aversion to salt and vinegar chips. For example, I've always had an aversion to salt and vinegar chips, and my fiance Kyle, loves them. I tried them again, Cape Cod, of course, on a recent road trip, and they are now one of my favorite chips. Mm. P.S. Mike... Uh, Bubbles and Willie, my two black cats in the photo attached, say hi to Wally and Irma. Let me share this screen so you can get a shot yeah, let me see these of these cats. two mischievous cats. Look at that. They're both in boxes. They're Aww. hanging out, having the time of their lives. Two little, little cuties. cuties. Those are adorable yeah. cats. Yep. Yeah, two very cute black cats. How yeah. about that? That pretty much redeems the fact that you said you didn't like salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> well, I agree. well, Kim Kim H came around on salt and vinegar chips. Thank goodness. Now loves them. Now loves them. I don't know if I've um, ever had a, like a food epiphany that that was that great. I mean, like I've come around like on like kind of straight up blue cheese. Not that I ever disliked blue cheese, but like a hunk of blue cheese and even some goat cheese sure. and stuff like that. So there's definitely been something like that. But I'm trying to think of like a food epi- I've definitely had some, but now. I'm just too old, Wags. I don't remember yeah, some I of got the that. food epiphanies anymore. I right. have one. Or sometimes the word plain. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it, Emma? I, when my boyfriend and I first started dating, the first time he ever made me dinner, he asked me if I liked mushrooms, and I really didn't think I did. Mm. For I mm. just didn't. I never did growing up. I never grew into them, really. But I was too embarrassed to say I didn't like them, and I was like, yeah, I like mushrooms. And then so he made me mushrooms with dinner, and I loved them. They were like the best thing ever and now they're one of my favorite foods i cook them all the time and i make him make them for me all the time but i wow. really genuinely thought until like two and a half years ago that i hated mushrooms <laughs> that's great that's a good one i i think mushrooms are a thing i've gone i've come back around on too because i had a i had a very bad food poisoning uh experience with some e- some mushrooms uh it, when i was like in my 20s and for a while i was i had an aversion to them but now i like i love mushrooms yeah i'll make some mushroom pasta why not yeah, they're delicious, pizza. especially cooking yeah. them in some butter and salt. You don't even have to do much to them. They're they're great. Little flavor sponges. Yeah, I'm still I'm still not a huge huge mushroom guy. I eat almost everything though, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. But in a food epiphany way, I do remember like growing up. Like I oh you know what? No, it's a huge one. Salmon. What? I oh eat salmon. yeah. Fish. Yeah. F- salmon. I love salmon. Sa- salmon specifically. I didn't like salmon. Mitch, did you eat a lot of seafood growing up? Like, were you a kid who ate a lot of seafood? Yeah, we had, we had, we had like, we, we'd have fish, like, I think once, one night a week. So, my mm-hmm. dad, I hated seafood growing up. Like, pretty much anything that came from the ocean, I didn't really want to eat it unless it was like breaded and fried. Mm-hmm. I would eat that, but I wouldn't eat most yeah, fr- seafood. And then as I've grown up, I've, seafood's delicious. It's like all I really want to eat now. Fried yes. fish, fried fish was the way I would do it. Bugs, what, what were you going to say about my, my salmon? I was going to say I, the exact same thing with salmon. Wow. Where I, I love us. salmon now. I cooked I, I cooked salmon last night. I pan-roasted some salmon last night. And uh, and it's great. That's a very free, a very common meal for me. I love a sa- I love salmon sushi. A salmon and you're allowed to do that because we're recording this in 2020 and you have not started your full vegetarian lifestyle yet. You're not going to be Thank you, Emma. Thank you for clarifying. 
No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not. No, 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 nothing from the ocean. Nothing from the turf. Nothing from the air. I'm, I'm avoiding all of them. I'm just gonna. I'm not going to eat anything with a fucking central nervous system. I'm just going to see what that's like to just live off of, uh, off plants and dairy. But let me say this: salmon as a kid, I loathed and I hated it, and it was mm. a, a meal. One of my my dad's meals he'd make that I'd be like, I'd have to like slather it with ketchup. Or occasionally I'd talk him ketchup. into getting, making me a, a grilled cheese sandwich and said, well, just because I like the taste of ketchup and if I put enough on it, it would cover Jesus. up any sort of fishy taste. It's disgusting in hindsight. Absolutely S- revolting Salmon and ketchup hindsight. is fucking revolting. Someone it's told gross. me once that the yeah. French call ketchup the sauce violence, like the violent sauce, because it it destroys all of their flavor except for its own. Wow. Yeah, I think that's fair. And that's probably why I gravitated towards it. But yeah, salmon, absolutely a big one. Emma, did you do... Did you like when your parents would get fish? Would you get like fried fish from the fish place? Yeah, like I would eat a mm-hmm. breaded if it was fried fish. I would, I'll eat that. I would, and I'll still eat that. But that's pretty much all I wanted as a kid. But truly, if it was like too fishy and it wasn't like mostly breading, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, my mom makes a baked haddock, delicious, which, uh, which she does uh, on a uh, on a basically on like a. She'll do it like once a week. Uh, and it's and it's really it's really really fantastic. One it's of like, my favorite things now is my dad stuffs haddock with crab and bakes it. Wow! And it's so good. Sounds yeah, delightful. That sounds delicious. Wow. Yeah, growing growing up, I mean, I I did eat seafood when I was younger, and I I feel like I had my mom's baked haddock, but I it 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 took a while to like like and then salmon I never uh, like that was one I never liked, and then yes, Nick, you know what? The sidewalk grill, not far from where I live. Yeah, Mediterranean restaurant. Mediterranean restaurant. They got sa- uh, they got salmon uh, like salmon skewers, basically. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, and and they're great. And I and I so I've told people that they were like, "What do you like with salmon?" I think it may be my mom or someone recently. And I was like, "I like like hummus and rice with my salmon." She was like, "Weird." Yeah. But that is how I like my salmon. I like it with hummus and rice. Very fair. It's a, it's a very fair accompaniment. Uh, I, I have another one, and this is a I, – I don't know if this quite qualifies, but, you know, I had, like, a lot of fucking, uh, sh- like, shitheads. I had an IPA phase where I was, like, drinking IPAs and super hoppy beers, and mm-hmm. I kind of had a point where I was just, like – I just was, like, had a Pilsner, and I was like, wait, I like this better. Yeah. What am I doing trying to fucking – do this dick measuring contest to have the fucking hoppiest like quadruple IPA to fucking prove some sort of point about how bitter I can drink something and how malty I can have it taste when just a Pilsner or is is like fucking so drinkable and and great. And so like now I just like I fucking I get those IPAs out of here. I go towards a I go towards a, a lager, a, a, Nick. A, you know, sort of a lighter beer in character. I agree. I don't even like IPAs personally. I think they're fine. Yeah. I mean, like I'd mm-hmm. never. If there's IPAs and a bunch of different, I would rather drink a Bud Light than a, like a the fucking best people who are saying it's the best IPA. I mean, of course I would try. All right, one. let's not go nuts. I'd probably, but yeah, I know. What I you usually mean. start with like a good like if it's if we're drinking beer, I'll have one IPA or like one good craft beer, and then I don't need more than just the one. Then I can drink whatever. Because let's be yeah. honest, after like one beer, you're not tasting anymore. You're just putting it down your gullet so that you can get that buzz. You know. That's true. Right. That's true. I, I, I like I, you know, I've been drinking seltzers, Nick. You know, I've been drinking the I've been drinking some seltzers recently. Oh yeah. I try to find the there was like Bud Light ugly sweater pack that was like the holiday flavors. Couldn't get them. 
just impossible to find. And I thought I was going to try you know to have why? Why is that? The fucking bots. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bots. Yeah. Goddamn bots. It's a bummer. But you're going to try to have them for a holiday get- gathering or for just for you and your mom? Yeah, and, and then or also just we could talk about them on Doughboys. You know, I'm always thinking about Oh, that, that would be fun. I'm always thinking about the show, baby. Look at you. That's why I was going to get me. that PlayStation 5, too. <laughs> Were you going to put it on the Doughboys card? Put it on the card. It's an expense. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I'm going to go get a PlayStation real quick. <laughs> Emma, no. <laughs> Emma. This is serious, right, Nick? <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of Shane restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOW. That's 830-463-6844, like our buddy John Hodgman did. And to get the Doughboys double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And hey, that's this week's Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya, you freaks. <laughs> Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscored, our Discord server. You get Doughscored access plus the Doughboys double when you join the Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.